welcome to the InFocus Immigration News and Updates, brought to you by Immigration Solutions. For those of you who might not be familiar with our firm or are perhaps first-time listeners, Immigration Solutions provides U.S. and Canadian immigration services to employers and individuals, and additionally provides I-9 employment eligibility compliance services for those businesses that require I-9 audits, which we can perform both on-site and off-site. We also provide I-9 staff training on best practices and the regulations governing the I-9 form, and we assist our clients with developing sound and simple policies and procedures around how they manage the I-9 function. So welcome, we're glad that you could join us today. And to get started, uh, we're going to open with uh, something that we were very pleased to hear, that the House GOP party has formed a working group to access global talent. We've heard a lot of talk about innovation in the last couple of weeks and that we're educating foreign students and then not providing viable means for them to put down roots and stay in the United States. So we were pleased to hear this. Um, as Jack uh, Welsh, the former CEO of GE, recently stated uh, in an interview on CNN with Piers Morgan, just to paraphrase him, he said, we must have a compelling mission of innovation through which to filter and shape our decision-making and legislative reform. Uh, an organization called Compete America, um, which is dedicated to ensuring that the United States has the highly educated workforce that it needs to continue to lead in innovation and job creation, also applauded the House Republican uh, Working Group for committing to review current visa rules that inhibit access to highly educated talent at this juncture. Um, under the section of the working group entitled Ensure, Americans, Ensure American Access to Best Workers, um, the group has committed to examine current education programs to make sure they are operating efficiently and to also examine current visa and immigration laws to make sure that we really are attracting and retaining the best and the brightest minds from around the world. The American Council on Immigration Personnel also weighed in on this in a press release that they uh, released this week. And they said, today we applaud the House Republican Technology Working Group for including among its job creation priorities a commitment to review current education policies and immigration laws to ensure that America really has access to the best talent from, from America and around the world. In its list of priorities, a focus on technology policies that foster job creation released today, the group has stated the following, that they will examine current educational programs to make sure they are operating efficiently and to also examine current visa and immigration laws to attract and retain the best and brightest. The commitment is consistent with several recent calls for reform made by both Democrats and Republican leaders and is in line with the American Council on, on Immigration Personnel's long-held position that improving U.S. STEM education, STEM meaning uh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, 
courses of study and reforming highly educated employment-based immigration policies which allow the world's best and brightest are needed for building the 21st century workforce in the United States. So we applaud the House Republican Technology Working Group, at least they're on track, for making this commitment to review education and visa policies to ensure that the American workforce can move forward and continue to access the best and the brightest. We urge Congress and the administration to join together and enact bipartisan reform of the high-skilled employment-based immigration system this year. Just as an aside and something interesting also to know on this topic is that U.S. companies have contributed nearly $2 billion in H-1B specialty occupation visa government filing fees that have gone towards scholarships and U.S. worker training since 1999. So for more on this uh, and for a list of companies contributing to uh, education and the future of the American workforce, please go to www.immigrationsolution.net and from there you can nav uh, navigate to our blog on which we have this article. We also offer more uh, editorial content on the subject, um, articles from the Wall Street Journal, from Forbes magazine, the Washington Post, and Fareed Zakaria has an excellent article on how to innovate uh, on his CNN website. Um, so uh, from there, we would like to uh, go to um, our next uh, article, which can be found in our, 2000, in our June 2011 uh, newsletter. Uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, known as ICE, announces expanded list of STEM degree programs, science, technology, engineering, and math, course, courses of study. ICE announced on May 12th an expanded list of STEM degree programs that qualify eligible graduates on student visas for optional practical training extension, also referred to as OPT. The new list of acceptable degree programs eligible for OPT extension includes more than 30 new fields. This list includes environmental science, pharmaceutics, drug design, neuroscience, mathematics, and computer science, as well as medical informatics and other previously programs that were omitted initially. This revision of the list of the designated degree program significantly increases the number of students who may benefit from additional practical experience in the United States after completion of their study. Under the OPT program, foreign students who graduate from United States colleges and universities are able to remain in the U.S. and receive training through work experience for up to 12 months. What this program now does is that it expands the STEM degree list and also enables STEM degree students to apply for 17-month extensions of their OPT STEM um, uh, coursework and to uh, have basically more time to find uh, employers that are willing to sponsor them so that they can stay in the United States and apply 
the talent that they got from our universities to our workforce. So this is a good thing. The next piece that we're going to talk about is a new initiative that USCIS has launched this year. Uh, it's the Citizenship Public Education and Awareness Initiative. This initiative will run during the summer, this summer, across the country on more than 250 radio stations, about 400 websites, and through national and local print ads in this first phase of a planned multi-year uh, rollout. Messages will run in Spanish, English, Chinese, and Vietnamese, basically the languages spoken in the top 10 countries of origin for permanent residents, green card holders here in the United States. There are nearly 8 million green card holders currently eligible to apply for citizenship in the United States, and most of them reside in California, New York, Texas, and Florida. The initiative will promote awareness of the rights, responsibilities, and, and the importance of U.S. citizenship and the sources available and the resources available to permanent residents and immigrant serving organizations. Immigrants will be invited to learn more about citizenship, and we direct them to an excellent citizenship resource center that immigration has recently developed, which can be accessed on their website at USCIS.gov, or you can go to our website, ImmigrationSolution.net, navigate to our recent news page, and you can access the links uh, in this article from our June uh, newsletter. Moving forward, our next topic will be um, questions that a lot of people have about um, um, I-485 Adjustment of Status Portability that is based on the American Competitiveness in the 21st Century Act, uh, known as AC-21. USCIS released a Q&A um, actually in April, a few months back, uh, providing further guidance and analysis concerning uh, what is known as the same or similar occupational classification um, as used in AC-21. The job flexibility provisions referred to in AC-21, adjustment of status, or also known as the I-485 portability uh, regulations, are important to many and often extremely confusing to interpret. This section of the law allows certain aliens to change or port their offer of employment, the jobs that they hold, um, on which their adjustment of status, their green card, is based from one job to another as long as both jobs are in the same or similar occupational classification. The Q&A clarifies that the USCIS will not focus on whether the change in position is a promotion or a demotion or a lateral move. When USCIS officers decide if two jobs are same or similar, enough to qualify for movement from one job to another based on AC-21, this is what they look at. They look at, first, the job duties of both positions, 
the SOC codes, which are job classification codes um, uh, based on uh, Department of Labor uh, uh, regulations. They look at the wages associated with each position also. The Q&A states that USCIS officers look at the totality of the circumstances when making the decision regarding AC21 eligibility. As explained uh, in the Q&A, in question number three, the analysis is not a simple comparison of just SOC job classification codes. Uh, it is not a requirement that certain digits in the codes match each other. The job duties need to be reviewed in addition to the codes. So the Q&A basically emphasizes that USCIS has instructed its officers to consider substantial discrepancies in the wages of the two positions as a factor in deciding whether to deny a pending I-485 application as not qualifying for AC-21 portability. When portability is requested prior to I-140 approval, USCIS is within their right to review the I-140 immigrant petition for whether it was approvable at the time of filing. If it was not approvable at the time of filing, the I-140 petition and the I-485s can both be denied, even after portability to a same or similar position. It is our continued recommendation to our clients and to those of you who are listening to please do not attempt to do portability based on a pending I-140 petition on your own. We recommend using AC-21 portability only when an I-140 has been approved and I-485 applications have been pending for at least 180 days and that you should consult with an immigration consultant and law firm that understands this portion of the law. This can get very dense and very complicated and uh, we see a lot of failures um, from clients working with firms that do not understand or are improperly interpret interpreting the law. Well, that does it today. We thank you so much for listening. And uh, should you have any immigration issues or uh, employers, if you have any I-9 um, compliance issues that you would like to discuss with us, we can be reached at area code 562-612-3996. We have two very informative websites. One is an employer I-9 resource center, www.i hyphen nine audits.com. Our other website is www.immigrationsolution.net. On both, we have a wealth of information. You can sign up to receive uh, our blog posts, our news and information, our news alerts. We have podcasts on various different topics. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you find our information informative and we look forward to our July uh, news with you. Take care. Bye-bye for now.